Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who go around this town tonight Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show We are live in studio Well, I'm live in studio Dermy Lachey is here It's Monday Opening up to a new week. It's another Monday, man. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us in on the show any day of the week, Monday through Friday, except for Wednesdays. So, it's Monday. Kicking off from a great weekend. Um, NFL, college football starting up their camps. Uh, things are getting chippy already down in Dallas with Dez Bryant finding one of his teammates. is One of his alumnus as well from Oklahoma State. Um, that's just the life of camp. And it's getting started already. But one um, ideal thing that dropped out to me um, when camp, uh, NFL camp started off, uh, you know, is how much attention these players uh, have to deal with the media already. And it's crazy. And it's something that they have to do, you know, sponsored through the NFL and what they have to do through their contracts. And um, definitely something that basically uh, – you know, just the cost that they have to go through. It's dealing with the media, and it's already. It's you're talking like from day one, day two, from day to day. It's something that they have to deal with, something they have to go through. Um, it, to me, I I would feel like it would be a little annoying. You know, it's only like day three, day four that I have to, you know, dealing with the new team, going through the playbook, new coaching staff. It's like dang, already I had to deal with the media, but it's part of the lifestyle. So, one thing that jumped out to me was. Uh, the running back, Kansas City Chiefs, Jamal Charles, all pro, all all everything. I mean, this guy's amazing talent on the field. Um, very, you know, he can definitely change the game in many ways for the Kansas City Chiefs, for the NFL. I mean, this guy, he's amazing when the ball is in his hands. You have to get the ball in his hands. And so the media, you know, decided to interview this guy and, you know, ask him about the upcoming season. How does he fit? Where does he see himself uh, in the NFL? Comparing, you know, to what other sports are, you know, going on outside the NFL. And Jamal Charles came out with some pretty strong words. And, you know, you can definitely overlook it, but I know Twitter and the media went crazy for it over the weekend. Uh, Jamal Charles decided to put out on himself by stating – he feels as if he's the LeBron James of the NFL. And, you know, first thing that came to my mind, you know, I just started laughing. It, it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. I thought he was trying to be funny. Um, but he, he was really serious. Now, I can see some deals where he thinks he's the LeBron James of the NFL or the way he impacts the, the game in which, yeah, he, he does in a way that LeBron does in, on the NBA floor. But at the same time, I wouldn't go too far about calling yourself the LeBron James of the NFL. Kwame Lasseter in the building. I've been here. You sure? I, I thought a, you were still out on the practice field trying I, to guard Michael Floyd. I was in the meeting. No, that wasn't me. That wasn't you? You sure? <laughs> they did let any idiot wear number 42. The Cardinals do that. They don't see that nobody can wear 42 and stay in that 42 long enough to make the team. I'm the only one, man. I thought you were still getting up. That's what... That wasn't you? No, that wasn't me. I don't know. My feet are way better than that. My instincts are way better than that. My football knowledge is way better than that. That guy won't be there long. If he, he, must, he better be a full-time special teamer. There's nothing wrong with that. You can make a living out there. Ask Steve Tasker, Buffalo uh-huh. Bills. You can make a living out of a full-time special team. Ten years, easily. Easily. But if you can't cover anybody. That's Michael Floyd. That, so, that, that's that a potential all-pro. So? I thought that was you. I don't know. I, I thought I saw old highlights. I don't know what I was looking at. No. No, but. Because uh, <laughs> when I was playing, receivers couldn't wear 15. Keyshawn Johnson, the only, one, the only one in the league, was wearing quarterback numbers then. Mm-hmm. No, you, ain't gonna see, you won't see me like that. My game is, my game is way better than that. <laughs> oh, all right, First man. Run. Give him a break. Like, I'm just saying. You don't know who that guy is. I'm never late. I'm always on time. So, sure. Darlene, shut up. We're on your time. Uh, University of South Alabama, 5'11", 184, cornerback, the guy you're talking about. What, what, what? 5'11"? Damon Smith. He's 5'10". 
Five he might 11. be smaller than that. Five, yeah, because he looked like a he little on video. He was with no. You odds. sure that's not man? You sure that's not you trying to sneak it, sneak in? That ain't a bad picture, but uh, <laughs> no, that ain't me. You sure? But I'm gonna use it for uh, my website. That look like I could, <laughs> I could use that, but no, that's not me. You're not gonna find a lot of me's around here. That ain't a bad picture. Let me, let me, uh, I'm going to keep that for my website. <laughs> Kwame Lasseter is in the building. Um, when you came in, you know, uh, it's, it's funny because the guy we are talking about, Damon Smith, he used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was discussing about the Kansas City Chiefs and Jamal Charles comparing himself to the LeBron James of the NBA, stating that he is the LeBron James of the NFL. He's not even the best running back in the NFL. Thank you. So I don't, I don't know. He feels that way. He might be the best. He might be the LeBron James of the Kansas City Chiefs, and that might that's in question. <laughs> they got a they got a defense. They got a linebacker on the defense end over there that just got paid. Yeah, you put him anywhere on the field, he makes a difference. Jamal Charles makes he makes a difference also. But when you're talking about LeBron James, now you're talking about you're talking about Jordan. That'll be like LeBron James saying, "I'm the Jordan. I'm the new Jordan." Mm-hmm. You're not a new Jordan. You're LeBron James. Right. You can't do what Jordan do. Jordan can't do some of the things you do, but Jordan was the best all around. And in that all around performance that he had in his basketball career professionally, he has six NBA championships. Jamal Charles, you don't have any Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Now, you are a back to be reckoned with when the game starts. You got, there's a game plan to stop you first if you're healthy and in the game. There's a game plan to stop you first because mm-hmm. once he gets the ball, it could be a possible home run anytime he touches the football. But you're not the LeBron James of the NFL. If there was a LeBron James of the NFL, then you would have to go to Peyton Manning and those guys. Right. You're not going to. No, you can go to Marshawn Lynch, but you have to go to Peyton Manning and those guys who put them numbers in to people who show up on Sundays to watch. I wouldn't even put Jamal Charles at the level of Steph Curry. <laughs> and and yeah, Steph Curry yeah. is still on a level uh, that's uprising. catching up to LeBron. Yeah, but it's not there. Let's be honest. He did win a championship. Steph he did win even, MVP. He's not catching up to LeBron, but exactly. I hear what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, you, you, we're talking like a, a impactful like legend over the time, like a living legend that we're watching here. Jamal Charles, I, I'm not. I'm not. He's not there he, yet. Yeah, because he's about three more years out of the league. Now he did state that you know he felt like he can't be stopped. You know, um, two years ago he couldn't be stopped. Now I don't know. These defenses are getting better. Well, you can't touch the offensive players anymore, so that's cr- crazy. This guy still has amazing speed. Well, you can't touch any guys in the NBA anymore didn't either. He, didn't he? True. Didn't he play in the? Uh, didn't wasn't uh, Jamal Charles? Wasn't he in the Special Olympics? Yeah, growing up. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His background story. So what? What? Are you, so that is a great accomplishment for where you come from. Mm-hmm. Jamal Charles, one of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. He was my favorite. I love his story more than I love his game. I will fly you know, to Kansas City where he to, came from. to watch him play. Absolutely. So that he he's a great show on turf. Right. He can be the the next Marshall Falk. He yeah. He can be. You got to win some championships know, though. Exactly, and that's what LeBron James has. That's what LeBron also has his MVPs. Now going into considerations of a LeBron James of the NFL, who you see. As, as a LeBron? LeBron James of the NFL, since Jamal Charles wanted to throw this out here, and now that we're discussing Tom Brady, it. Tom Brady, he has six. Tom Brady been in six Super Bowls. Kwame. Tom Brady has been in six Super Bowls. Come on, Kwame. He won. I four. would not go that. You know what? If I were to say Andrew Luck, you'd been all in for that. Andrew Luck's nowhere near. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I would. I wouldn't say that. Say what? I would not be. Uh, if you would say Andrew Luck, I would not have been like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Order. You would almost need a cigarette and a shower. Look, Tom Brady, if you ask me the question, I'm going by the rings, the the status, the the performance you put in week in and week out, like LeBron put in puts in game in and game out, Tom Brady. Who who's doing it better than him? I would say Aaron, I would have said Aaron Rodgers is the LeBron James of the NFL. I'm going off to six. LeBron Super doesn't cheat. How many people get to six Super Bowls? LeBron does not cheat. Four? He cries a lot. LeBron, LeBron cheats. He's cheating now. Trying to be the GM. Trying to stack <laughs> his team. He's cheating now. It's not cheating. He's cheating. It's not do cheating. Do it yourself, LeBron. I, I understand why he doesn't want to do it himself. I understand why he shouldn't do it himself because it prolongs his career. But Jamal Charles, you know I did. 
Tom Brady. I, I could go with Aaron Rodgers because I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But mm-mm. Tom Brady, where you going by them numbers? 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us in on the show. Um, things are getting chippy already down in Dallas. Well, they're not. Their camp is not in Dallas. Is no, they're in California. Yeah, they, they, that's they, cheating. That ain't cheating. That's why that's cheating. Nah, man, get down there. And, get down there in Dallas. Everybody else is at home. Why can't they be at home? See, you don't like Dallas, so it's cheating. I don't. I, I, honestly, I, I could care less for Dallas. I don't like them. It's not like I dislike them. I like Des Bryant. I like Tony Romo's game. I like uh, the offensive line. I'm not too sold on the defense still, but well, nobody was sold on defense last year, and look what they did because of what, the offense. Not kept the Super Bowl. The field. They was better than lost to the Packers. No, we say they, they went made it to the playoffs. Games. We say they went to, now. First you're, of all, you're right. You're right. I thought they, they was going to go eight and eight. You're right. But Demarco Murray had a lot to say about that. He felt some type of but, way. Uh, he wanted to. He wanted to be healthy. Also, a controversial call in that Detroit game. No, that was Green Bay. Was it the Green Bay game mm-hmm. when he caught the ball behind? Mm-hmm. Not not Des Brown when he. Oh, uh, okay. not that one. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the week before. Game. Yeah, the week before it was a oh, controversial man. call. That was. That was a catch all day long. Des Bryant running on the field with the helmet off. Yeah, <laughs> getting in, the, <laughs> getting on the field. <laughs> no, I'm just hey. Things yeah, Dallas Cowboys are in man. California. They they usually go to Cobra. They's in California. It's cheating, but that's marketing. Ah, uh, things getting chippy already. What is Des doing fighting? It's, what, it's he just got a contract. He's trying to five. tell you, I'm the captain of the team. I'm follow me. That's what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. I'm the captain. I, follow I don't me. I don't like how you going about your business. <laughs> Although you a knee and thaw, Des Bryant, you need handlers. The Dallas Cowboys had to pay two people to watch you 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he's grown up. But why is he fighting? Why? Camp, yeah, camp. It's the first, second day of camp. There's no reason to fight. The mm-hmm. last week of camp is when you fight because you're tired of hitting. You're ready to go and play somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's, it's practice four, practice five. For Dallas. Already? Yeah. <laughs> Already this? He's fighting. Now, I, I, I can understand because the guy's a younger guy from Oklahoma State. You know, you're going to test his mindset. He's going to test you back because they both, Cause you know, they, they both bro- come from where they, you know. Yeah, from Oklahoma State, yeah, right? So yeah. they're both familiar with their backgrounds a little bit, what they both had to go through, coaching staffs, uh, the location. Well, well no, you, he trying to test his uh, dominance. Oh yeah, but that boy from Oklahoma State not go back there. Exactly, he's not back in. I mean, I come from where you come from. I I, I walked the same yeah, streets. I, I was you. in the same classes. I, I I saw the same females you saw. That's what it was. The same females. <laughs> I know you. you, you. I know see, you. I, see, I used to get in, I used to get in arguments, and then I realized I was arguing with an idiot. You should never argue with an idiot. You're never gonna win that. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna they gonna you gonna prove to them that I really don't know this. So now they mad at you. So then they gotta get rid of you. Mm-hmm. I was arguing with guys uh, that, you know, we, we would see each other before we got to a certain place. I'm like, I know you. Why are you acting like this? Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't act phony when I get somewhere. I'm going to be where you saw me. I'm going to be that guy. And where you see me, I'm going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But I used to tell these guys, I said, I know you. But I'll let you, pl- I'll let you play your role. I mean, I guess it's lights, camera, actions. I'll let you play your scene, role, role camera. Mm-hmm. But don't cross me and act like I don't know you. <laughs> I'm serious. Because like, you can't. You're not gonna, I'm not gonna let you get off like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you get off like that. But I believe some guys might. I'm, I look back, I stand back, and say, "Well, this might be him. This might be who he's trying to be now." Mm-hmm. So I let it roll. See, I agree you. with you. During the camp time, yeah, I, I used to. I couldn't stand the, the the younger guys who would come in and. I like they've been there. Yeah, yeah, and we we'll, we'll get no reps, you know, <laughs> and then they're behind like another like young guy in front of them. Who I, who who you know is going to play, mm-hmm. but you know he don't say too much because he respects the game, respects the older guys. But that was the guy I used to pick with. That was the one who used to come on the field. You know, you know you need him to play. You know he's going to play this season. I used to pick with him to make mm-hmm. sure he's ready because week one it was the hardest game. You know, we were going against Penn State. We we're going against you know the, the bigger divisional games. We we're right. going against Indiana Purdue. I got to make sure you're ready. Right. So that's the guy I used to pick with. I ain't not saying I used to go one-on-one coverage like Damon Smith and Michael Floyd. I don't know why Michael Floyd even he needed to be going against Patrick Peterson every every rep. He he do the same I thing. Pat, he would do the same thing to Patrick Peterson. Oh, stop. He would no pressure. Not he won't backpedal. I, I wouldn't great, disrespect. Well, Patrick I say that that's not disrespecting Patrick. They, they got Damon Smith every right DB's, now. Every DB is going to do that. Right now he's no one video on Vine. So. I think every DB is going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done it, but I think everybody DB's going to do that. Have you ever fell like that? Yeah. Rob Moore got you a couple no, times. Frank no. Sanders, who no. did it? I don't know. Somebody probably did. Somebody probably. <laughs> you don't want to drop no names. No, I would because I would be giving him credit. Cause you twist me up like that, you got to be something. You something got to be special about you. 
Call me Lasso Sports Talk. We got to take a quick break. After the break, I'm going to find out who, who did the Damon Smith to Kwame Lasseter. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, also, we're going to discuss, you know, some MLB news, some golf news as well. Call me Lasso Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Cause we're close to the edge We're trying not to lose our heads Welcome back, Kwamela Sports Talk Jim Lachey holding down for a second while I was in a meeting uh, You didn't have any rants this morning, did you? you no, I didn't have any rants, but I, I had a um, You know, uh, one, one thing that came to mind is When Is it a rant? New, no, it's not a rant uh, it's, well, my, my part, part of my rant was kind of the Jamal Charles standpoint. I mean, that <laughs> was just so disrespectful towards LeBron James. Who you, who you thought you was? You thought you was somebody. I didn't think I was LeBron. You, I wouldn't you, say you, I was you, the LeBron of the no of the uh, Sycamores uh, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> like I wouldn't. But I would go out there. I would image. I would. I would go out there. Who's the LeBron of Sycamores? I'm, I'm serious. My homeboy, my roommate, uh, Secure run, Bell, running back. He playing with uh, what's their team? Edmonton Eskimos up there CFL. So he long story, man. Uh, but he definitely found his way back on the field. So, uh, but yeah, he was the LeBron of the team, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it was just he got the more attention. He got the more touches, of course. But you know, he he didn't back Did down either. Oh, okay. So well, okay. it wasn't like he didn't deserve it. But yeah, he was the one. See, I, I would I would image myself as someone else. Like so, I would watch somebody. And play and film, but you know I want to image my game after that. That was me. I wouldn't say I was the LeBron. No. You know, it, it's just it's yeah, what, what, said, what, if some, like I what if somebody else would have said it? Because somebody called like Sporting News. I think it was in nineteen ninety four. Sporting News said I was the next Jack Tatum. Really? I, I, yeah, I didn't say it, but Sporting News say the next Jack Tatum. And then every day you went on the field, were you thinking about that? Like, I got to perform like Jack Tatum. No. I got to beat the Jack Tatum of the, no. of the Cardinals Chargers. No, no, defense. it was, um, I was coming out of college. Okay. So, but yeah, so then I, I did come, obviously I did come to the Cardinals. No, I was, um, and I got to find an article in Sporting News that said that. I used to have it. But, um, no, you know who I fancy myself after? If you if you understand the word fancy. Um, it was Ronnie Lott. Oh, my God. You always say that. No, I was a bad boy. Dennis Smith, um, Jack Tatum. Um, who man? Who's the boys in up? Mel Blunt. Mm-hmm. Steve Atwater. Steve Atwater, different Broncos. Kenny Easley. Yes, the best safeties. I'm listening to the best safeties in the game because my thing going into the game is not to let them down from the position that I was playing. And most of those guys played multiple positions, as did I. So you you. Here's when the game becomes good, and like you were saying, I, if you're going to play the position, you're going to play it at a high level, whatever level that is. 
mm-hmm. you don't want to let the guys down that came before you that allow you to play a certain way. Right. So a lot of guys make the team because because coaches think, dang, he looked like such and such. Mm-hmm. We, we got to keep him on the team. Mm-hmm. He might be good. He may be good, but what you look for when you build a team, you look for some greatness. Mm-hmm. You look for guys who can fit a role. But when they look like somebody that that's that you may have a familiarity with. They say, "Well, he looks like he play like not looks like, but he look in his uniform. He might look a certain way, mm-hmm. and he also might play that way." Mm-hmm. So, a lot of coaches, I think, a lot of guys make teams that way. Oh yeah, definitely. And I don't know if I was one of those guys to make a team having not being drafted. I don't mm-hmm. know if I made the team that way because I, but I know the coaches. Uh, because I wore number eight in college, but when I came to Arizona, they said we we giving you forty two because this is how you play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh wow, Ron, that's dope. Yeah, uh, Rex Ryan and those guys—they was my coaches. But, that, but you were saying that some confidence <laughs> into you. See, I was—I wasn't the one. Like a lot of guys, image image there. You know, I want to be like when I was growing up in school. It was I want to be like Calvin Johnson. I want to be the next CJ. Well, you're not. You're not six foot six. <laughs> so my thing was, right? I don't want to be the greatest. What I see. I want to be the most impactful in at my position at my size, and I go and look. You know, guys are like, I want to be Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody running no four four threes around here. And four uh, two, on four the two, yeah. So, you know, my image was, you know, I want to be like, I want to be Reggie Wayne. I want to have the hands like Marvin Harrison. I want to have the footwork like Jerry. You know, I, Jerry Rice was not the fastest, but he he was very impactful. You know, play after play. I want to be that guy every play. Going full speed, like you have to guard me at my full speed. You have to stop me, and you know that's what kept me. More. I, I know it wasn't gonna be no Calvin Johnson. I wasn't gonna be Moss, Randy Moss, um, hop, jumping over everybody, making all these. But you wouldn't go. Ridiculous you wouldn't go but, not show up. But yeah, I was. Def- I wanted to make an impact. Like you, you gonna have to guard me. You gonna have to put your best on me. I might not mm-hmm. catch fifty yard bombs every play, but my twelve to fifteen yard game is unstoppable. Who was you? you know, a, that was, was you mid? Mindset. Was you mid range or was you? Who's your deep threat on your team? Uh, we had a kid named Donald Spencer. I mean, he he had it all, honestly. Uh, okay. But his deep threat, he was the the deep threat guy. Um, then we had another guy named Justin Hilton who played in the NFL a little bit. Um, he was all all deep threat. Uh, okay. Tell him to run any short routes. He'll run it, but any deep route, he was getting open. He was a Florida guy, so he was he was definitely that guy. So, so he must I just wanted to impact my game in another way. Like I let him have a deep range. What was he five nine? No, he was he was six six two six three. How he get out of Florida and come to um, Indiana State? Oh man, this dude was bouncing around. If you knew this guy, the way he carried himself, mm-hmm. he thought he was. You thought it was Michael Irvin walking in. The oh, I believe door. you. He from Florida. All you thought like he was Michael Irvin walking in the door. All of them like that. And the funny thing and is, he the happened year, to be a receiver too. The year that he left out, we had <laughs> NFL great receiver. Uh, my receivers coach came in, uh, Steve Watson. And he, he was the receiver with uh, John Elway during the drive during that time. Mm-hmm. Stevie Watson came in. First film he turned on was the guy he just went to the NFL named Justin Hilton. He was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to get torched in the NFL. And, like, who said that? The receiver, Steve Watson, who oh. played multiple years in the NFL, played 10 during the 80s, early right. 90s. Um, so he got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely got a ring. Um, what, um,. What guy he talking about that's going to get torched? The, the guy was the, the Justin Hilton, the deep threat guy. The 6'3", the guy from Florida say he who was get... walking around. I mean, this guy would come in with shades, chains. <laughs> I mean, he was my guy. He was he was like the Des Bryant. Like, you know, he was that Des Bryant guy oh, okay. who would camp day one, try to fight, you know, get just because it's it. like, yeah, that this is my team. This is my unit. Right. Funny dude, man. Awesome guy. But uh, he was that guy. And, yeah, you know, you get a legendary, you know, Former player, you know, who's coaching now. I mean, he he changed my game to a whole nother level. And Steve Watson, and it, he came in first day of film. He was like, "Do not do this. Do not image yourself on this." He put that guy up. The oh, Florida he, State guy. Oh I mean, my god. He was guy. like, "This guy, this guy was supposed to be in the league." Like he called him out. It was so bad. It was funny. What, but was, I was like, "Wow!" Like this was the guy. This was your deep threat guy. Yeah, this was the deep threat guy. Was he still on the team? No. Oh, he was gone. This was the year he he just got uh he got picked up by the Titans. Did he um, play? He played preseason. And was gone. It was gone. Played uh got called back onto the playoff roster. That's because guys don't um uh, they don't appreciate coming how they come in and they don't appreciate what they need to do, their role. Mm-hmm. They come he I I'm pitching this guy and I'm hearing you talk as um he seems like the guy that will think he should have already been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I should be starting right now. Mm-hmm. 
Look, this, this is my team. I should get the ball every play. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. Don't, you can't you can't throw the ball to him that many times. I'm right here. Right. He's that guy. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was funny. And then you know, he got picked up by the Bengals. I'm sorry, straight out of school. Marvin Lewis. That's because uh, Marvin Lewis's son was my locker mate. Uh-huh. So you know they had a connection to get him in there and. Played all four games in preseason, got dropped out, got picked back up by the Bengals and when they made the playoffs. So he's been bouncing around CFL arena, but it was so funny because, like, you watch, I, I, it, it turned into, like, dang, man, how does he keep getting open that deep? What that does he do? That going to rob a bank. And then <laughs> he, he don't need to rob a bank. His, parent, his family owns a well-made gun shop down in, uh, never mind. <laughs> down just, in Florida. <laughs> yeah, down in Florida. So they, 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 they sending so, them out, shipping them out, huh? Yeah. So he, he's, if I, if I own the pretty good. If I own a gun shop, I would only sell to certain people. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You're not coming to buy guns, and I said, I don't like how you look. Exactly. But that's, that's why I kind of, you know, I didn't want to image, and I think a lot of NFL guys, Jamal Charles, you take notes on this, I guess. Um, you know, you don't have to be the greatest. Don't Don't reach out for that. Be somebody that's impactful. You can say I'm you, the Steph Curry of the game. I can change the game in so many ways. You can, um, your aspirations can be of that, but you gotta right, know. Right, right. But you gotta show. Here, here's what. Here's what. If you say I'm the greatest, or I want to be the greatest, you have to practice like you in a real game. These guys don't practice. They don't show up to practice. They they show up to practice like. Let me get through this day. When we playing Sunday or Saturday, mm-hmm. you gotta practice like you about to play. Mm-hmm. That's what makes your team better. And when you find out guys are practicing like that, man, it becomes contagious. Then you got other guys practicing like that. You run into the end zone, you catch a ball. It might have been a five-yard route, but I'm running 95 yards to the end zone. Exactly. But, now, but it has to be contagious. You have to practice like you're the greatest because the greatest do that. And it's funny because the other day on Friday we talked about the AFC West. And and I said, send, I said Kansas City, Denver, San Diego, and the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Right. Now what? Well, you, obviously you're, you're on the bandwagon because of... What bandwagon? The, is, is it because of the Chiefs, ja- the, the Chiefs defense? No. What, or is what, it because what, of Jamal Charles, the, the, the LeBron James of the NFL? Where you see that? I'm asking you. Is that why you picked the Chiefs first? I picked the Chiefs first because they're getting buried back. One. They, got, okay. they have always had a great defense. I pick according to defense, not offensive players. We can do. I can knock one of your stars out and then you know... You were, now you're worrying about our defense. But look at their defense. They've always been the top in the league. And now you've got Alex Smith, who's a – he's not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, but no. he ma- he's a great manager. That's what you want your quarterback to do. He's not going to lose football games, but you expect him to win more than he lose. You expect him to win those games. Mm-hmm. He's not going to lose football games for you. He's going to manage the football. And the weapons he had – Dwayne Bowe is gone. He's in Cleveland. And he should have been gone a long time ago. He thought he was that guy from Florida you were talking about that went to Indiana State. <laughs> yeah. But after he just got paid to Wayne Bow. Now, I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs because of their defense and where they've been in offense. We, I watched them. We watched them go 8-0, then fall apart. Mm-hmm. I don't think Andy Reid going to let that happen again. I like, I like the Denver Broncos, but I'm not, I don't have that type of – I'm a Peyton Manning fan. Of his genius, mm-hmm. of his brilliance, of what he does from the quarterback position. And that's about it. He's 39 now. I've always been the one to say, age, don't put an age on a guy who can still play, who's still productive. But he has a new coach. Uh, their coach is now in Chicago. He has a new coach that he's somewhat familiar with. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Peyton, the offense is going to have to change because Peyton Manning can't throw deep. And what he, th- what he does to throw deep is let the ball go earlier. Defense can, that's defendable. I can defend that. Mm-hmm. You let him go early because it seems like a 50-yard bomb. Well, you let the ball go when he was 20 yards downfield, which you don't have the arm strength, the accuracy that you have anymore. That's why a lot of his routes since he came to, since he came to Denver, Peyton Manning has been underneath routes, crossing routes, or down the sideline to one of his big receivers, or most of, the, most of his touchdowns in the red zone. Or just outside, barely outside of the red zone, what we would call a red zone, 20 yards in. 15 yards, or the money zone, or it's 15 yards in. The red zone, 20 yards in. I picked the Chiefs because I don't see them letting down defensively. Well, I just don't see. I picked the Chargers third because, do you know there's about, there's 20 guys, and I this was brought to my attention as I was uh, on my way in here. Mm-hmm. 20 superstars that won't play in the first game, and won't play in the first four games, 
the NFL's not having that. So you got twenty what, superstars. Twenty superstars that are not going to play on a first day, first regular season, regular game. season game. They would not play because of suspension. So we do we, we you know how oh. we often talking about the brand and the NFL like yes. everybody think they're bigger than the brand like your boy from uh, Indiana State <laughs> yeah yeah I should be starting yeah you should be starting but you got work towards you should be starting now the guys that the guys that come in and do the right things like that defense of the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. they play like it matters some guys play like I don't want to get hurt this game because I got something to do next week. I got, we got a bye week, so I want to play hard because I want to get hurt. I want to be able to go out of town. If I'm hurt during my bye week, I got to stay here and get treatment. Mm-hmm. That's how guys play, and that's how some of them think. Now, I could be wrong, but this is what I like. The Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos, San Diego Chargers, Oakland Raiders. Antonio Gates won't play, but, you know, Antonio Gates, I mean, they got they got somebody for him. See, I think the Raiders are going to make that next step. I think so, too. Because I think so, too. With David Carr actually getting a phenomenal receiver in Amari Cooper. Like, you think Odell Beckham made an impact? Wait till Amari Cooper comes out and shows what he has. Odell Beckham played five games, six games into the season. Yeah. And, you know, he bought out in the NFC East, which they struggled, I think, as a whole division last season Mm. um, overall. And you, you were talking about, you know, the AFC West, which they're getting better. And I think Amari Cooper is going to make him that much better at a higher level. I mean, this guy already coming through the SEC, which is known as, you know, the defensive uh, juggernaut of college football. So he's seen the best, and in my standpoint. At Alabama? And then he's going to transition that into, you know, playing receiver at, for the Oakland Raiders. Him and David Carr. Carr is going to make him better. Um, you got to remember, these games – this game about to pick up at a pace that he's not familiar with, and he's not going to see it in preseason. True. But these guys True. will not come out. So they're about to create with the, Kansas, with the Oakland Raiders, and I agree, because I, I want to put the Oakland Raiders in the third spot mm-hmm. and maybe switch up my two and three that mm-hmm. I have, but put the Raiders in the third spot. But who, do I, I, can't put, I can't put San Diego last. I can't put Denver last. That's true. Yeah, it's any, yeah, it's hard. It's like I had to pick one, and I went with San Diego yeah. because I think something's going to explode. But those young defensive backs that they have, and then they drafted the running back of Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be an exciting team. Phillip Rivers got the contract gear coming up, mm. uh, but you know, can you really trust his receiving core? Yeah, you have Antonio Gates, but well, they're going to have to change their. They're going to have to change what they. Antonio Gates missing four games, by the way. They're going to have to change exactly. They won't have to fix. Phillip Rivers still can throw the ball deep. He still has. He's still Phillip Rivers as we know it. Not having four neck surgeries, not being thirty nine years old. What they need to do is do some better crossing routes. They need to do some crossing routes, depending on how they're going, how they're going to format or use their running game with Melvin Gordon, who's one of the back, who's one of the best back that come out of the college this year, if not the best back that mm-hmm. came out, but. They're gonna have to. Um, they're gonna have to um, change their running, change their passing game, depending on what you're gonna do running wise. When you talk about the passing game, once you see the number one receiver on the like wide receiver wise, you think about Ma- Malcolm Floyd, who stands ten out. Season. This and is ten season. He was this is when his I was ten there. season, and he hasn't been that healthy, you know, as of late. He was just a baby when I got there too. He was a uh, he was special team running down there. Another guy was Kasim Osgood, who I thought should. Have been oh receiver. yeah, Kasim Osgood. Kasim yeah. was to get it, man. He went to the Pro Bowl on special teams alone, but I, I think Malcolm Floyd he, he'd be okay um, if staying healthy wise. Because mm-hmm. you're right, you hit him, you nicked him up, he's gone. Yeah, so Malcolm Floyd, Keenan Allen, who Keenan had a Allen tremendous balled. rookie year. Yeah, I was gonna say he balled last year. He no, was, two he years was almost ago. A, he was last almost year a, he last year he kind of was it two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago his rookie year where he just came out exploded double digit touchdowns. Right. I mean, he was he was balling out of control. Um, he last became, season he became the guy to go to. Yeah, and he was scoring touchdowns. Last season he had a productive season. Uh, you know, took a little slack on the yards overall touchdowns. Didn't score as many as he did his rookie year with eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you talk about a guy who can get open in the crossing routes, crossing fields. Your tight end play is going to help impact that. But with him being suspended, Antonio Gates for four games. Go to go to, go to um, 12 personnel. Go to 11 personnel. You will go to 11? I'll put three receivers on the field. I'll spread that defense with apart. With Keenan Allen, Mal- Malcolm Floyd, and yeah. whoever steps up to the plate, Steven Johnson. Steven Johnson. Steven Johnson still can play now. 
Well, Malcolm Floyd been there for 10 years, so you just not going to put Stevie Johnson in front of him. I don't know. I do. Uh, he was in Buffalo. What was he doing in Buffalo? Balling out of control. Yeah, but you gonna, what you're going to do is put him in that third. He he the third receiver. Okay. Yeah, he's the slot. And man. then I put uh, Gordon in the backfield by himself. You got to stop that. And I stretch the ball. I stretch play. All my run plays are stretch plays. And if I pull Phillip Rivers out of that pocket, it's off the stretch play. Mm-hmm. Sit back, and I got three receivers to go to. Now I don't have to throw deep. I got I got a guy in front of me five yards. I got a guy in the flat mm-hmm. and my running back who didn't get the ball but drew so much attention. I got time to throw it. Then I got a guy 12 yards down the field. Then I got one coming across late deep on a post. Mm-hmm. I got options. You can't cover all three of them. We'll see. I can't cover all three of them. We got to go to break. We do. Yeah, we should have been in break, huh? Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back. We'll finish up the show. It is Kwame Sports Talk with Demary Lachey. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to Long Lost Sports Talk. You know what? I want to say something about Doug, but I'm not gonna bring Doug up again. Although I just brought him up. Mm-hmm. You know, you, Doug, you know, well, you know, Doug. Be uh, here. We go. You know, Doug be doing nothing, and he could call in. Yes, I know. Okay. From the Trust me. <laughs> I remember when he had, he had the baby. He was sitting at home, but he said he got to help Angie with the baby. They could be you go in another room and call in for. 40 minutes. That was it. See, I, I come on to the show, and I'm prepared to do the show by myself. Uh-huh. But, it, you know, when you got you, you got to, somebody else is in here, this, the show moves. Yeah. But I'm prepared to do it by myself. I'm just going to tell Doug, come do us. Did he, didn't he do a show by himself before? No. He didn't? Never. Never. I thought he did when I was out of town. I'm going, I'm going, uh, Doug going to get his one chance, and I'm going to listen to the show. And let him do it I don't know if, if even VA will let him in the building if he's here by himself. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't get it, I didn't get it to my rant. My rant gonna take thirty seconds, maybe twenty. I think whoever makes lactate milk for lactose people should be sued. That crap don't work. It I can't does find. Work. I, no, it doesn't. I'm telling you, it don't work because I'm I'm lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. not tolerant, intolerant. I tried every milk; it won't work. Every milk. If it's if you if you pour some water in my cereal and call it milk, it wouldn't work. I think just as what? I, I just think the if you pour water in your cereal, I use water. I can't do milk. You drink water in your cereal? See, I wasn't rich like you. I didn't grow up rich like you. I, I'm cool with water in my apple juice. I didn't grow up rich. Cool I didn't grow up rich at all. I'm cool. I'm still with water wearing the same pants frame. from high school. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you what? Yes. You drink water. In cereal? Cold water. So good. Like on Friday? You better put some water. You better, you better, <laughs> you better add some water to it. Well, I add some water to it. Like the lactate is supposed to work. I think the people wow. should be sued. I didn't know that was real. 
yeah, I mean, just because you was rich, we live, we grew up surviving. What am I rich? We grew up surviving. What am I Let rich? In Virginia, we survive. We survive in Virginia, Newport News, Virginia, survival city, <laughs> and the people too. Yeah, okay, man. I said, uh, you you said there was some golf going on. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods actually competing, being competitive for one day. <laughs> for one day, there was a tournament. Three days. What, what's going on? I, it's so funny now if how we're so excited for Tiger having one good day. I'm not. Whereas, because I beat him now. That's right. I said it. I said it. You beat who? Tiger Woods. In what? And <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Do I need to pull up your clip again against you and Michael Floyd? Shoot, Michael Floyd wouldn't be practicing today if that was me. Because if you did me like that, the next play, I'll make sure I get you where you want to take a few plays off. Oh, come on, Dez. That's what come I'm going to do. Come on, Dez Bryant. That's right. I said it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, but I don't. One day in a four-day tournament <laughs> is not going to get it done. Nowhere. You can shoot lights out. You can shoot your best ever. And then he didn't even interview on the third day. He just, I don't want to interview. And this is his tournament. <laughs> well, yeah, one outing does not. 66 is a yeah. great number. That's a great score. I shot 66 before, so let that be said and let that be known. Where are you shooting 66 at? At the Legacy. The great Legacy off baseline in 32nd Street. The Legacy golf course. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even in the golfer I am now. Right now, I'm a better golfer. Well, Tiger thinks he's a better golfer as well, too. He, 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 Tiger fired his uh, swing coach. Now, here's the deal. There was a comment made. Here's what people, here's what people are dumb, idiots. Here's what they're dumb. Tiger Woods was the number one golf. He was the number. I think he was number three or something golfer in the world. Three years ago, when he won five tournaments, he was number one. He won Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. But everybody called it a disappointing year because he didn't win a major. So he was playing great golf. All those same players as golfers is playing now, and maybe they come into their own. In those five years, mm-hmm. there's three to five years, but he won five tournaments. People forget that. Go to Tiger Woods. Do, do, do you have his? Uh, go to his year by year. He won on his five wins on his major wins. Not not major wins. Just just wins. Just year by year. He won five tournaments, and was Player of the Year. Right. And everybody thought it was down. He was down. Well, we're talking, what were you talking, like back in the 90s? No, I'm talking about three years ago. No, 90s, three years ago when everybody was hating on him. Then he made a nanny a millionaire. He got a lot going on. He got, now he has two kids. His father's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going you gonna to find a reason to bash people you don't like. Like I always say, why are we talking about Tiger Woods? But how you not not talk about Tiger Woods if you're talking about golf? Mm-hmm. Because people still talk about Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas. Well, that's because they still... They, t- they still talk about uh, Seve. They still talk about all the greats. And and they should, rightfully so. They should. He, how many cuts he missed a year? Tyler, look at, look at the money he made this show. You just went away from it. But he's he's made... I mean, it's a four-day tournament. Some cuts, some of them two days because he didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut in the open. Mm-hmm. Missed the cut in the Phoenix Open. How you missed the cut in the Phoenix Open when you... That's his tournament, right? It's, <laughs> no, it's really Phil Mickelson. But uh, go back up. You missed the Farmers Insurance. You missed two cuts back-to-back. Played in the Masters. Won 155000 Memorial. How you... The Memorial was on a promise. Mm-hmm. And he loved when you there. Then you come back and miss the cut. Cut it. At the U.S. Open, he missed the Masters. No, he made the cut in the Masters. Okay, quick and loans, tied for 18s. That just happened. He made ninety-three thousand eight hundred dollars. So in nine nine events, he made three hundred eighteen. Yeah, but that's three hundred nineteen thousand dollars. He makes that showing <laughs> up in his car, getting in his car from his house. What just what just getting out the car, stepping on the field, talking to no, talking to the media, walking out his house. Getting in his car, he not even at the golf course yet. He made that much money. Okay, here we go. Oh no, this is these are major wins right here. Uh huh. What's that? Fourteen of them. Fourteen. Tiger should already be at twenty major wins if he didn't have that distraction. 
if he did not have that distraction. But anyway, he shot a 66. It, it was some hope there. Then he comes back and it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Here we go, year by year. 18 wins. No, what, what was a? Uh, you got to go. Into, you got to go down here somewhere. Yeah. Well, I don't say how many he won. I know he won five five tournaments. Anyway, he won five tournaments. I think he needs to play in some uh, central match play. What I don't, I don't think he's playing in. But. You must be talking about a stretch from like 2005. Now, I'm not talking about a stretch. I'm talking about a year. He won five in a year. He won five tournaments in a year. See, those are, those are match plays mm-hmm. right there. Now, I'm talking about Tiger Woods when he won five in a year. It might be anywhere somewhere. They got everything else in there. Okay, hold on. St- wins. Okay, here we go right here. 2013. I knew I wasn't crazy. He start, He plays. He played in 16, made 16 cuts, won five tournaments. Man, made $8,553,439. And everybody called it a down year because he didn't win a major. <laughs> it's hard. He made over eight million. Yeah, the most he ever made in in a year Mm-mm. was what ten point eight in two thousand seven. You well on the on the golf course, not off the golf course, correct? Um, you could say that, but them numbers might be skewed. No, nah, man, it's the real deal. No, nah, ain't no real deal. They put football numbers up, and that's not a real deal. They put our salaries up every year. Look at it. Look at that. How much he made? That might be. That's his career. But he, but Ooh. but he was close to a billion before he got uh, before he got into the yeah car accident. Let's say that <laughs> <laughs> he just got in car accident as soon as he said I do. He got in that car accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what, um, with Tiger Woods, you know, basically where he's at now in, in his career, uh, a new rivalry is definitely gonna stand point in the golf game. And two names that jump out, Jordan Spieth, of course, and Roy McElroy. I don't know how Roy will come out. You call him McElroy? Roy McElroy? Roy McElroy. What did I say? <laughs> McElroy? I'm Mc- sorry. McElroy. McElroy. Mr. Mac Attack, my George, bad. George Jetson. Rory. McElroy. McElroy. Re. Jordan Spieth. Uh-huh. Two of the youngest competitors right now in the game of golf. What about my man, um... Uh, Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Yeah, he's not. The, he's not as young. Bubba as Watson winning. He's not what? He's not as young as Jordan Spieth. Ricky Fowler. He's a little. Jordan Spieth's twenty three, right? Or twenty one? He just like turned twenty two. Twenty two years old. Ricky Fowler's how old? Hey, he's older than twenty two. I'll yeah, tell you that now. Yeah, he's, he's older than twenty two. <laughs> he's older than twenty two. But we're talking like major wins. Those two oh, right okay. there are, you know, has been dominating the game since Tiger's downfall, since his car accident. Um, do you do you believe in this rivalry? Do okay. rivalries last in the game of golf, in your standpoint? No, everybody tried to make Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson rivalry. Exactly. That, yeah. that, I don't believe in rivalries because you know who start. You know who do rivalries for the most part. The high percentage for the most part fans. are fans and media. They create rivalries. I, Jordan, it's great for the golf game right now. I think. Yeah, but if I'm Jordan, I think that's great to have. It's great for golf for the media to, to do this. I think that's one great thing for the game of golf is but to have this rivalry that the media. The media presented. benefits though, uh, unless I bet Jordan Spieth and Roy McIlroy are friends. So does the game of golf though? Huh? They probably are fans. I know. I said the game of yeah. golf. They they benefit because you you would you can market that now. Had Jordan had uh, Rory not towards angle up playing kickball. Something stupid. Mm-hmm. You, you, the, the British Open would have been a huge marketing ploy for those two. Absolutely, it would have been a huge thing for those two. Which, uh, du- not Dustin Johnson, but uh, <clears throat> Kevin Johnson, who's Johnson, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, mm-hmm. end up winning the Open. Mm-hmm. So you can you can rivalry all you want to, but those other guys are there to play. Those other to guys, win. yes, I agree. They are there to win. Well, what I'm saying is. From here going on forward, this rivalry supposedly that the media is presenting to just, us. Just how they put it. It's a dream. You want that to be what it is. But, man, I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about anybody when I play. I got to beat the course. And if I can look at the leaderboard and say, oh, I need to do something here or there, that's because you're on the leaderboard. That's because you in, 
a, a stroke or two in front of me. I'm not. You're not a rivalry of mine. I don't. I don't. You want a rivalry? You wasting your time. You are wasting your time because I'm not here. I'm not here for you. Now again, the marketing, the the, the pleasement of the fans that comes into play because it, it benefits the the game of golf. It's a money maker. Mm-hmm. All some dumb reporter got to do is say, "Hey, th- let's make these two rivals, J- Tiger Woods and and Phil Mickelson." They try to make those writers for they, Tiger Woods. Phil Mickels was nowhere close to Tiger Woods. It was only because Tiger Woods dominated since '96 to so 2006. Who is, who is your so you just got tired of talking about Tiger for ten years. It's hey, like, man. all right, That's we got to find somebody else. And Phil Mickelson was the first one to sneak in about two wins, and it was like, oh boy, here we go. Finally, at the, at the Tiger finally we have a rivalry because that's the best part of sports is when you have two rivalry wins, ball games, two ma- or has, rivalry competitions. Phil has three majors. Tiger Woods has fourteen majors. I'm just talking about during that era, during that time there, where he was still Phil flirted around. He didn't have and any majors. You could have put, um, you could have put, um, what's my man in um, who has no major that should have him? Where's all Adidas? I like him, uh, Sergio Garcia. Mm-hmm. You could have put him in there somewhere. What you could you? It could have been a better. But it opened the door to just other golfers can be talked about. Mm-hmm. Besides Tiger Woods, every single moment. Don't I mean, you hate. get tired of talking about the Dallas Cowboys and football. You got to find that rivalry when to present the New York Giants and what? the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it drives the, Giants the game used to of be sports. what they used to be. And the Dallas Cowboys was always great at marketing, even when they was losing. You would still talk about Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the idiotic Arizona fans here that love Dallas. Oh yes, <laughs> but even wearing Cardinals jerseys when they're not playing right. the Cowboys. Hypocrites, haters. <laughs> You're not talking about Tiger Woods. You're hating. I hate on Tiger Woods because I want him to be great again. He's not great right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sold his into legend, this rivalry for the game of golf. I think it, I think it's tremendous. I think it's that next level. Wait for till golf. you start playing. We you went through the Tiger era. Over. We went through the Tiger Phil maybe era, but now you have Spieth and McIlroy. Mm. This era is going to be phenomenal. It is Monday. We got to get off this air it's time, unless somebody want to pay for some more. Quamla <laughs> Sports Talk. Demi Lachey. We will come back. We'll finish up some more. Maybe golf. Maybe. Depends on what's hot around the uh, sporting world and the news that day. We out of here. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.